Welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM Breakfast Show. Not with Lyle and Mon, but with Kent and Mon this morning because Lyle is off. Breakfast Show. It's beautiful. You Kent. need a I jingle. And do you know what? Maybe you could be our new jingle writer. Do you want to be a jingle writer? Uh, yeah. I'll pay you an apples. Is that yeah. all right? Well, okay. Well, here it is. <laughs> the Breakfast Show. That, that's, those are the lyrics. Okay. Those are profound lyrics. Profound. Yep. Simple really but effective, me. I like yeah. to say. Yeah. And and I do have to say also, Monica, that it, mm-hmm. it's good that, you know, now we are here a, a little uh, later in, in the show. You've managed to get out of your PJs. and <laughs> Stop telling on me. <laughs> <laughs> He's lying. He's totally lying. I was dressed and yeah, pressed. She, she, she's here. still in her PJs. That's, that's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you lie on a Christian show? <laughs> uh, but do you know what? Do you know what we have done, naughty today, Kent? Really? We've forgotten the quiz. Like, oh, is there a quiz? Is there? Yeah, there's a quiz that goes throughout the whole show. You have the quiz clue card. I do, I do. do. Okay. Do you know what? To make it up to our listeners, dear sorry listeners, we are so sorry. We're going to give them two clues in one. Oh wow. Okay. So all right. So this quiz is one of those um, what am I things. Okay. But it's uh, what. Book am I? Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, what book am I? Um, and am I allowed to give a clue that it's a book of the Bible? I think that's an obvious right. assumption, but yeah, so, go so ahead. It, it, it is a book of the Bible. All right. It, it's yeah. a book of the Bible. All right. So lucky. Otherwise, <laughs> I would have just given it away. So here we go. So here's a quote from this book of the Bible, but what book of the Bible is this? Mm-hmm. And look, listeners, dear listener, this is not the time when you go and Google it to find the answer, okay? No Google bores allowed. But if you do Google it, don't tell us. <laughs> That's right. Okay. So he, here's a quote from this book. So you must obey them and do everything they tell you, but do not do what they do, for they do not practice what they preach. Did you know that, Mon? That, that expression, practice what you preach, actually comes from the Bible. Really? Yep. Actually, not surprised. That mm. seems like a sensible thing to... But, but, but our quiz question this morning is which... Book, book that of the Bible from. does that quote come from without Googling it. <laughs> Do you know what? I bet you Lyle's listening. I bet you he's like, oh, I know what it is. I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if he rang in and was like, oh, I know what it is. Yeah, that'd be right. Don't yeah. call Lyle. You're not welcome on the show today. <laughs> <laughs> What's the second clue? Okay. Um, and this is one I actually didn't know. Oh, really? Well, I've got to tell you. Yeah. The word hell is found most often in this book of the Bible. Eight really? times, Eight times to be exact. I didn't know that either. Yeah. There I you go. And I, I do know the answer, because, but that's because I looked at the um, card this morning. Yeah, <laughs> reading ahead. If you think you know the answer, give us a call, 1-800-FAITH-FM. That's 1-800-324-843. Or you can text the answer to 0491-064-669. You can even jump on our Facebook, Faith FM Australia. Shoot us a message through there. If you get it right, we're going to send you a prize. What are we going to send them, Kent? Um, okay. I reckon this book by Clifford Goldstein is the way to go. Life Without Limits, it's called. Not to be confused with Nick Vujicic's Life Without Limits book. Good, because I Um, did get confused the first time I saw that. Well, that's right. Um, Clifford Goldstein actually wrote it first. Okay. Oh, it's the first Life Without Limits book. Yes, he had the title first. Nick Vujicic stole it. (laughs) If you want the original, Clifford Goldstein, Life Without Limits. And it's interesting that we were talking about um, Stephen Hawking earlier, because Mm -hmm. I was flipping through here, and Clifford Goldstein... Actually mentioned Stephen Hawking oh, really? in, in this book, yeah, and Paul Davies, who I think I also mentioned. It's a very um, fitting prize co- for today. Cosmologists, that's right. So, and Clifford Goldstein, he's like big into like maths and philosophy mm-hmm. and physics mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I guess similarly to Stephen Hawking, he likes to you know 
make it easy for us average Joes and Jills to actually get our heads around. So, yeah, Clifford Goldstein, Life Without Limits, that is our book. It's a hardcover Wonderful. 1-800-FAITH-FM. If you know the answer to the clues, we'll give more clues away before the end of this segment too. But before we move on to our Bible study, we did start talking about something else and we're going to finish off talking about it. What was it again, Ken? Yeah, I got talking too much about Stephen Hawking, etc. Look, it's a really sad thing that he's passed away. It's it's always sad when when someone dies, although it's always, I guess, also a time to reflect and celebrate on their life. But Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I was doing that so much that I didn't have any time to really talk about this other thing I wanted to bring up, and this is something that my son mentioned to me the other day that piqued my interest, so I thought, I'll check it out. Mm-hmm. He's a bit of a gamer. bit of a. What's a gamer for us old people, please, Ken? <laughs> he plays a lot of computer games. He's, oh, I yeah, see. Okay. I mean, look, he, he, works, he works hard during mm-hmm. the day, and he's an apprentice mechanic, but um, when he gets home, he often uh, spends a bit of time on, on the Xbox, and um, so he's interested in keeping up with what's going on, and he said, hey, Dad, there's this uh, new game called Eco. E-C-O, Eco, he said, you really like this. And, and he described it to me as a sort of a cross between Minecraft. Yeah, you know Minecraft? We, it's a lot, you build stuff. Like, and, this, and in this game, you sort of build a world. Or, or you, you're actually given a beautiful created world, okay, yeah. smaller, a lot smaller than our planet. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're given this world and you, it can be single player or multiplayer mode. So you can get, a, I think, a hundred other people. Mm-hmm. And you all sort of um, build this planet and build like technology and buildings and stuff on it together. It's also a little bit like SimCity because when whatever you choose to do in this world has consequences. Oh. Yeah. In particular, environmental consequences. So, if, oh. yeah. So, if you decide to like start mining, which is a very Minecraft thing to do, like you have this, you know, the pick and you dig, 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 and you mm. dig up coal and like you know, make a power station and to get your energy to do whatever next technology you need to do, mm-hmm. um, that will then have consequences on the environment, as fossil fuels, you know, are widely to believe believed yeah. to do in our world right now. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, and you can lose the game. If oh, you yeah, okay. if you kill all your food sources or poison all your water or you know or, you know create floods or, or whatever it is, so that's the Sim City aspect to it. Um, but also, it's a little bit like Second Life in the sense that, as I said, you can get like a, I think it's a hundred people can like play play it together. So it's an mporg sort of thing, and there's this. Um, what do you call it? Like a meteor that's going to hit the Earth, and you've got to develop this technology to get build a laser to shoot it down uh-huh. before your time is up. So, yeah, very interesting. I'm going to tell you apocalyptic something. Apocalyptic consequences. I'm going to tell you something very interesting right after this break about something that you might not realize is real in terms of meteor hitting the sun. You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. Okay, Kent. So you've just told me about this uh, eco game mm-hmm. yep. where you basically have to, I guess, like in a, in a nutshell, save the planet from yourself. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you've got to, well, you actually have to save the planet from this meteorite that is orbiting. And I guess the orbit is getting closer and closer and eventually it smashes into the planet and kills you unless you develop the technology to build a laser to shoot it out of the sky. But in the process of developing the technology, uh-huh. you can actually lose the game by destroying the earth from environmental. So you have to environmentally friendly build a laser to destroy the meteor that's right okay guess what what did you know that there's actually a solar storm that's supposed to be hitting the earth today that might actually wipe out this radio connection right now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry you're breaking up there are a few up. listeners you're that wasn't up. it <laughs> 
But it, it actually might happen. We might go off air at any moment now. And um, and I think like even all internet and, and like all kinds of like communication, airwaves okay. kind of stuff. It's might one of be these ruined. solar storm, solar a flare. Solar storm. Yeah. I, do you know what? I, I have to admit, I had to Google what a solar storm was. Because I don't know what a rainstorm <laughs> is. I don't know what a thunderstorm is. <laughs> I did not know what a solar storm was. So apparently it's like... Uh, it's like uh, when there's a solar flare, like they're like mm-hmm. sudden flashes of the sun's um, increased brightness. Like they call it a charge stream, known mm-hmm. as a coronal mass ejection, mm-hmm. and it comes out of the sun and it hits or, the or, Earth. Or a CME, as though in people, oh, as, in the as, know call yeah, it. Yeah, people like you. Who yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> I just made that up. I'm oh, 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 my bad. Okay, so yes, they hit the Earth and they cause a solar storm. Wow, okay. So, yeah, we might be playing this eco game for real very shortly. Okay. Yeah. Well, look, I mean, I find this interesting because, I mean, people are genuinely worried mm-hmm. about global warming and about environmental degradation. I think this game is an expression of that concern that we have. You know, it's, it is a sign of the times in, mm-hmm. in itself. Um, and it's interesting, like, when you read, in particular, Revelation um, chapters 8, chapters 15, it talks about plagues hitting the earth, you know, the, the last mm-hmm. plagues, the mm-hmm. seven bowls, the seven trumpets, all this sort of stuff. But you just, like, skip through that and you you hear about these plagues on the earth like the, a sun that burns people uh, people who then get painful sores all the green plants or a third of the green plants being burnt up uh, water becoming poisonous making people sick and dying um, the, the oceans dying um, like all the marine life you know dying it sort of sounds a little, little bit like a, a red algal bloom or something it mm-hmm. says like the waters mm-hmm. turn to blood um, and probably like back in the day it would have sounded like this was just total fantasy but now with the sort of environmental threats that we see all around us this stuff that is written in revelation is suddenly looking like something that reality exactly something that totally could realistically happen and for me that's like wow so you know the apostle john who wrote the book of revelation you know who's that writing john the revelator (laughs) yes it's a great song another guy yeah Uh um it's it's like he had this divine insight into what was going to happen in the future which i guess you know if you believe in the bible if you're a christian you believe yeah god was there inspiring those writers of the bible and we start to see some of the things we're concerned about right now being sort of hinted at in the bible i mean i think it's probably dangerous to pin it down too exactly before it happens but it's really good to know the bible to know those prophecies Mm. so that when it does happen you can connect the dots and say wow okay Mm-hmm. This is, you know, what the Bible predicted all along. Um, yeah, and some people have this idea that uh, that the Bible and Christians are particularly sort of against looking after the earth and, you know, it's all going to be destroyed, you know, at the end of time and it's all going up in flames, so why bother looking after it? But I think if you look at the Bible carefully, you can mm. see, like, these principles of the earth being looked after, like the whole Jubilee principles, for example, where every seven... Yeah, I love the Jubilee yeah, principles. every seven years, like, the fields were to be left like unplowed and unplanted, you know, to lie fallow. So the earth has its Sabbath. Mm. So, so you know... It can rest and be rejuvenated and replenish exactly. itself. Yeah. yeah. So there's not only, you know, justice for the people say, mm. hey, you don't have to work every day, day after day. You're given a Sabbath. You're not slaves anymore. But this is the message of Sabbath. You're not slaves anymore. Have a break. Mm. But it's also the land, you know. It's not there to be, you know, to be pillaged, to be exploited, to, um, you know, be tired out from our continual use of it. The land also should have a rest and that also should have justice and shouldn't be enslaved. So, and, 
I mean, those sort of themes are in, in the Bible there. Yeah. Sorry, ha- have I gone on too long talking about no, that? But no, no. It is something I'm really interested about. It is great having a, a guest a guest uh, host on the show and, you know, hearing different perspective and different knowledge. And and, uh, and it is very interesting that these uh, end time events that become so commonplace now that um, they've even become part of the culture of our um, entertainment, you know, our mm-hmm. our our games as you say yeah games. yeah so yeah it's very uh, even harry styles i mean um you know, singing his song sign of the times yeah wasn't that interesting how's Ooh, that for a segue i was just saying what an amazing <laughs> segue you've just created for us <laughs> so before we start our bible study um we did interview you yesterday mm-hmm. uh on uh, on faith um faith fm breakfast show and we dug a little deeper, but we're going to do a little quick skim this morning mm-hmm. um, about what it is you actually do when you're not helping us out when Lyle goes on holiday to the beach. I'm kidding. It's not the beach. <laughs> okay, yeah, and, very, very busy at the beach. Yeah, very, 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 very busy. Um, and you are actually uh, working with a lovely little magazine called Signs of the Times. That's right. Tell us about that. Yep. I'm the associate editor of Signs of the Times, which is a magazine that has been published in Australia since 1886, which, as the title suggests, has had a focus on, you know, looking around at the world around us, seeing what's going on and connecting that with the Bible, I guess, as we were just doing, you know, looking at, you know, this game and concerns about the environment and what the Bible says. Mm. Um, So that's sort of the history of it. so this month is March. Um, would you like to know a little bit about what um, articles yeah, are in this month? Absolutely. Okay. Um, and if you go, uh, dear listener, to signsofthetimes.org.au, there are a number of these articles that you can actually read for free. Oh, Some of them are, are locked up. You actually have to subscribe, which is only 26 bucks. But look, let me just tell you about the first one. It's called Love Anyway, and it profiles this organization called the Preemptive Love Coalition, a Christian group that works in Iraq with all kinds of people like dodging bullets and bombs and helping people in difficulty, even to the extent of quite recently uh, going into a detention camp where ISIS, captured ISIS fighters are being held and giving up food and water to those guys saying, hey, Jesus said, love your enemies. We're here to love you. I, I think that's inspirational. An incredible article. I hope you all do have a read of that. We'll be right back after this song. Is what they say. I know that if I do, I'll be following something I can't know. Deceitful and untrue. I couldn't love you if I tried. I couldn't find a way. Unless my heart is led by God, I'll only go astray. If you wanna be one heart, one flesh, one instead of two. Gotta be three cords woven, God and me and you. If our hearts burn within us with the fire that consumes, only then can we say I love you. Well, God is love, He gives to us a priceless gift that's free. He gave Himself, He gave His all unconditionally. Me and you. If our 
burn within us with the fire that consumes Only then can we say I love you Love is kind, love never fails It ain't boastful, proud or rude Bears all things, believes all things Rejoices in the truth Love will never seek her own Love's patient, love endures And if we want love like that Is what we'll have to do If we wanna be one heart, one flesh One instead of two There's gotta be three cords woven God and me and you If our hearts burn within us with the fire that consumes Only then can we say I love you You are listening to Faith FM, The Breakfast Show with Mon and Lyle stand in Kent. And that was Josh Cunningham with these chords. Cool guy, Josh. Oh, yeah, you've met yep. him? Like, yeah, yeah. Late of, um, I think he's still involved with The Waifs too, like one of Australia's foremost folk trios. So, yeah, I'm in London still. It's a bit of a classic of theirs from I back in the day. I do know that song, I must yep. admit. Now, Kent, because we were so naughty and we forgot to do the quiz earlier in the show, we have given out two clues all at once. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you to rehash those clues, plus give our poor okay. listeners another two clues to make up for our naughtiness. Okay, we're looking for a book of the Bible. Which book is this? There's a, here's a quote from it that you're not allowed to Google. <laughs> so you must obey them and do everything they tell you, but do not do what they do, for they do not practice what they preach. 
So there's a quote. Mm. That's, that's clue one. Clue number two is that the word hell is found most often in this book of the Bible. Mm. Mm. And you want how many? One more clue? Yeah, give us two more clues. Two more? Whoa. Go on, go on. She's feeling generous this morning, people. I am. Okay. Clue number three. The phrase kingdom of heaven is found 32 times in this book. Wow. Yet it isn't found anywhere else. Okay. So unique, unique phrase uh-huh. that comes from this particular book of the Bible. And clue number four. Here's another quote. Bit of a famous one from right near the end of that book. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. What book is that? If you know what book of the Bible that is, give us a call, 1-800-FAITH-FM. That's 1-800-324-843. Or you can text the answer to 0491-064-669 or jump on our Facebook, Faith FM Australia. Shoot us through the message. If you get it right, we will send you a hardcover copy of Clifford Goldstein's book, Life Without Limits. 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 <laughs> you need you sound effects. Yeah, you could be yeah. the sound Life effects. Life Without line. Limits. Limits. <laughs> Limits, limits. Now, Kent, uh, oh, oh, one more thing. You were just telling us about how you're editing for Signs of the Time magazine. Yep. Now, that has its own, like, sort of radio show, doesn't it? Yes, it you're does. You're actually, like, on your, like, what, are we the comp- That's right. Compared- I, I, got my, I got my own show on oh, Faith FM, do, do just you? like you, Monica. Oh, I think it's yeah. special, huh? Yeah, I'm your peer. My peer? That's right. I think you mean like my competitor. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not on the same time slot, so we don't have to be competitors. We, we can are be, you on? We can be complimentary. We can be neighbours. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, so, yeah, Signs of the Times Radio uh-huh. is playing on Faith FM a few times uh, every week. Mm-hmm. I think the first time slot it plays is 5.30pm on Monday night. Okay. And then it plays at other times um, during the week. So that that's pretty cool. So and that's a podcast, right, as well? Oh, it's also a podcast, yeah. Um, I'm hoping to get it onto iTunes and Podbean and all those other places. But right now, the only place where you can get it is on SoundCloud. Okay. So, which is pretty easy. If you go to SoundCloud and you just search for Signs of the Times Radio, you should find it there. And I think there are like five episodes up now. Um, the current one is really interesting. Um, it's like right now it's around the 25th anniversary of that Waco massacre, you know, the Branch mm-hmm, Davidians yeah, in yeah. Waco, Texas, uh, which is, you know, a totally tragic Very event. Sad. And um, we're actually interviewing someone there who is a, f- she was a friend of one of the ladies who actually died. Oh. In, in that siege um, and she talks about you know how how it was that this young lady you know got sucked into this cult mm-hmm. um, that sadly you know led to the, her death and the death of her children as well so if you enjoyed hearing Kent on our radio show this morning and you'd like to hear more of him you can check out his show or his podcast now Kent just in the last uh, few minutes here we've gotten a bit bit, bit, uh, bit behind the time but we are wrapping up um, our justification and faith study. Mm-hmm. And we're going to wrap it up today by just defining faith. Because we were discussing this off air. Yeah, well, what and is faith? it turns faith? out faith has multiple applications as a word. Of and, course. And what does it really mean? Yeah, well, I mean, people use faith in the terms of, um, you know, the Buddhist faith or the Islamic faith or, you know, the Christian faith. Um, so that's one use of the word faith, just to mean your religion, your religious identity. Mm-hmm. That's probably not where we want to focus today um the other way you can use faith is to say like if uh maybe someone's husband or wife has been unfaithful mm. to them or say you broke faith with me which so means something different which means something different so mm. in that sense you know faith is some sort of agreement or a, you know arrangement that you had that has 
then been broken if you've been unfaithful. And then there's the idea of faith as in, I guess, sort of a, a leap in the dark in some senses where you don't necessarily have it all pinned down and all worked out and all planned perfectly, but you feel like you've got enough to go on to take that risk. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's probably the sense that we would you know, focus on more in, in talking about this today. Yeah, because like you said, I think many people would define faith as belief. Um, but mm-hmm. that definition, it, it is a little bit problematic because, I mean, in Greek, the word for faith is simply the noun form of the verb to believe. So, so it's sort of exactly the same. Yeah, it's like mm. saying, uh, you know, you use one form to define the other. It's like saying faith is to have faith. It kind of yep. tells it's us circular. nothing. It's, it's a bit circular reasoning. Yeah, yeah. But, okay. So look, the, where I go if I really want to understand faith is um, in the Bible, in the, the book of Hebrews, there's a chapter that is often referred to as the faith chapter. Mm, the great chapter that everyone should read. Yep. Hebrews chapter 11 and it actually starts off with a definition of faith which I think is pretty helpful it says so this is Hebrews 11 verse 1 it says now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see so Mm. yeah so faith is sort of related to hope and it's related to stuff that we don't see yet Mm. Um, stuff, but stuff that we believe, and this is where faith and belief, you know, we believe that this is going to come to pass. Do you think faith can grow? Absolutely, yeah. Um, I mean, Jesus talked about having different levels of faith, and he said even if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, he said, you know, that's that's enough to do incredible things with. And and that suggests that you can have faith that's more than a mustard seed, um, or you can have no how faith you, at all. How do you get your faith to grow, though? Because mm. I want to be someone like a, a woman of big faith. Yeah. How do I get there? <laughs> Um, I I reckon it probably starts with taking little steps of faith, little leaps of faith first, um, and and that is obviously in concert with understanding what you know God's voice is, what it sounds like. So you need to get to know God first, and when you start to know that, yeah, this is really God, then you can start making those little leaps of faith and start building on that foundation, like exercising a faith muscle. Yep. We're going to have a quick break and do Love Matters with Neil Thompson. I have lost my appetite And the flood is welling up behind my eyes So I eat the tears I cry And if that were not enough They know just the words to cut and tear and prod When they ask me where's your God Why are you downcast, oh my soul? Why so disturbed within me? I can remember when you showed your face to me As a deer pants for water, so my soul thirsts for you And when I behold your glory, you so I am satisfied in you When I'm staring at the ground It's an inbred feedback loop That brings 
brings me down So it's time to lift my brow And remember better days When I love to worship you In all your ways With the sweetest songs of praise Why are you downcast, oh my soul? Why so disturbed within me? I can remember when you showed your grace to me As a deer pants for water, so my soul
God has already done isn't enough for you, nothing's going to be enough for you. Because it's meant to be real. And real life stories have baggage. We know that Peter's a loose cannon. It's all about context. And he chose different personalities to express that because his personality is infinite. If it's a love song written to us, when we're at our lowest points, we've got backup. Like a lot of the rational arguments for the existence of God, they tend to work better after you believe. Hi, this is Luke from oztabletalk.com.au. Please join myself and some of my closest friends as we explore our faith through conversation, Bible study, interviews, and more. You can find us online at oztabletalk.com.au. That's oz as in Australia, a-u-l-talk.com.au. Looking forward to seeing you there. Bye. I'm so glad that's recorded because I wouldn't write that down. Yeah. (laughs) Someone called it a care package there. (laughs) Wow. Welcome back to Faith FM. You're with Neil Thompson. And today on Love Matters, we're addressing a reasonably important question. And here's the question. How okay am I with my partner's closeness to others? And when might I think of it as an emotional affair? Really good question. You know what? I think there's so much in that. Um, In terms of relationships with others, when... When should I get concerned? When should I um, get worried about what's taking place? Well, here's the thing. I think inside of us, inside of everyone mostly, there's a what I would call a little, um, a little alarm system. Call it your gut instinct, if you like. And I think what you need to do is you need to trust that gut instinct. Now, what you do with that gut instinct is something different. You know, so if your gut instinct is firing off and you like getting worried, is it just jealousy? Well, maybe it is and maybe you need to own the fact that you're being jealous. But at the same time, maybe there's an issue there that maybe your partner is setting out to make you feel jealous or maybe your partner is not wanting to be in a committed relationship. So your feeling of jealousy is, is legitimate and is real. So what's the right thing to do in that space? Um, I don't know if there's any one right thing to do. What I would say is trust your gut and then um, comes the next difficult thing. And that is finding a time. And I'd say it's not when you're, not when you're right there in the moment, but find a time where you can actually say, hey, you know what, we need to have a talk because yesterday or last night or a couple of days ago, I felt jealous because of this and this and this. And you will know if in, the, in, the, in that conversation, you will know whether your partner is sorry because by what they do next. If they're sorry, they go, oh, wow, I'm so sorry. I never meant that. If, um, if there's something else going on, they will blame you. They will somehow rather deflect it and it'll be all your fault and it's your problem. And they are, you know, I can have friendships with whoever I want and you're just getting bent out of shape because you have feelings of jealousy, rah, 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 rah. 
at that point, you know that there's something wrong in your relationship because if they care for the quality of your relationship and you express that to them in a loving, caring way without, and by that I mean, so there's no stress, it's just as calm as me sitting here talking to you saying, hey, I'm feeling a little bit distressed by what happened a couple of days ago. Um, I was feeling jealous. Should I be worried? What they say next is going to be really clear to you whether you should or shouldn't be worried. And you need to have a plan of what am I going to do if I should be worried? Because if if they blame you, then I think you've got every right to be worried because they're not ready for a committed relationship. Or if you're married and they blame you, then I think there's something more fundamental going on here because their first responsibility should be if they're in a committed relationship with you should be to care for you if that's not happening then it seems that your relationship is fluid it doesn't appear that it's committed and something needs to take place well this is an important thing that we're discussing here today on love matters we'll continue this conversation tomorrow but stick around we've got so much more coming up here on faith fm when peace like a
welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM on The Breakfast Show with Mon and Fake Lyle, a.k.a. Kent Kingston. <laughs> You're too kind. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have you on the show, Kent. Filling in for Lyle, who's away. I don't know. What's he doing? Sitting on a beach, sipping a mocktail, having someone rub his feet, no doubt. No. Yep, yep. <laughs> Not thinking about us or the show at all. <laughs> we have a question of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, but quick, give me another clue for the quiz before we do oh, that. Oh, okay, okay, clue. Okay, we're looking for a book of the Bible. So what book of the Bible is this? Here's a clue. Uh, this book of the Bible has a genealogy of Jesus. So who was his father, grandfather, so on. But that genealogy starts with Abraham, not Adam. And here's the clincher that's also in this clue. This book is the first book of the New Testament. That is so easy. Now, so it, so basically anyone who went to Sunday school or Sabbath school more than twice would probably, yeah, may know the answer to the that question. The first book of the New Testament. The first book of the That's New Testament. That's very easy. Yep. Now, we have a question of the day. I wish Lyle was here so we could pester him with it, but he's not. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to have to pester each other with it. All right. So the question we have is how much should faith affect our life? Okay, so that because faith is sort of, well, yeah, I believe it. So it can, sometimes it, you might think it just means having a mental assent, basically. Mm. Saying, well, yeah, I, I believe the, the world is round, not flat, but how does that affect the way you live your every, everyday life? I mean, unless you're an astronaut, not a whole lot. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to like spiritual faith, you know, belief in God, how does that affect your everyday life? Is, is that the question? Yeah, well, I mean, well, if you think about like in the New Testament, um, you know, because you can have an yeah, like you said, an intellectual assent to like the gospel, for example. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it says that even the even the demons, you know, believe that that Christ. That's was right. Real. I think that's in the book of James. It says, yeah, if, um, yeah. It says you, know, you believe there's one God, but great. Even the demons believe that exactly and tremble exactly. Yeah. And, and it's not, it didn't particularly change their life for the better. No, at all. So just believing something's true is not enough. Then. So how much should having faith? Let's just say that you know when they say how much should faith affect your life? How much should faith in Jesus affect our life. Mm, okay. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, going back to Hebrews chapter 11, um, that makes it pretty clear that faith is something that has practical implications. I mean, the, the author of Hebrews, um, which may, some people say it's the Apostle Paul, some people say it's actually a lady called Priscilla, which is mm. a bit of an out there theory. Okay. Not Never heard of it, but Not necessarily <laughs> putting it forward. Some people just say we don't know. But the author of Hebrews um, gives a whole lot of different examples from the Old Testament of people who did things things out of faith and didn't necessarily see the results, but they did things. This is the point. So by faith, in verse 4, by faith, Abel brought God a better offering than Cain did. Um, By faith, Enoch was taken from this life so he did not experience death. Verse 7, by faith, Noah, when warned about things not yet seen in holy fear, built an ark to save his family. Uh, Verse 8, by faith, Abraham, when called to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. So this sort of list goes on of people who believed God, believed God's promises. God said, I want to lead you here, and they followed through. That is how faith affects your everyday life. When God asks you to something, asks you to do something, and because you have faith in God, because you believe God, you take him at his word, you follow through, do what he says. So that kind of faith really permeates your entire life. Absolutely. So to our dear question asker, please check out um, the book of hebrews read the faith chapter and see how much you know the example of the bible saints had 
door and knock If anyone hears my voice And opens the door I will come into him And dine with him And he with me I will come into
everyone listening to Faith FM and this has been The Breakfast Show with Mon and Fake Lyle, a.k.a. Kent Kingston. I want to keep calling you Fake Lyle from now on. I quite like that. That's fine and I'll keep mentioning the racing cars in your pyjamas. Hey, 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 hey. I'm wearing a nice denim dress, thank you. I look very professional. Wish I could picture and put it on Facebook. Anyway, so this is, um, Kent, this is actually the part of the show that's my favourite part and not because mm-hmm. it's the ending, um, but because we're going to give away free stuff. Give away, give love away. Love free stuff. Free stuff. I love giving it. I love getting it. And today I've been very gracious and I let you pick out what it is we're giving away Get today. your merch here. Okay. <laughs> what are we giving away today, Ken? So, well, look, in, in light of our discussion about, you know, cosmology, Stephen Hawking, the, you know, apocalyptic end of the world, eco computer game and, you know, all, all that sort uh-huh. of stuff, I thought it might be appropriate to offer this book by Mark Finley called End Time Living. Essential truths ah. for troubled times, and I think a lot of people do feel that you know we're living in troubled times right now, mm-hmm. and and the challenge is okay. Well, so what do I do about it? Do I just call up, curl up in a ball in the corner of the room and um, and, and cry? Position. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think uh, Mark Finley offers some positive uh, some positives here, some positive hints from the Bible, um, how to understand what's happening in the future, what the Bible says about it, um, and you know how you can have hope. Yeah, exactly. Because I think a lot of people are experiencing not just fear, but a sense of real hopelessness. Like mm-hmm. it's such a big problem. How could they ever, you know, do anything about it or survive? And so this this is a wonderful giveaway. It's a book um, and you can get it for free. We'll even send it to you for free. All you need to do is be the first person to contact us. Can I say the phone numbers this time? Go ahead. I want want my turn. Okay. (laughs) So call right now, Faith FM on 1800 324 843, or you can use our text line, which is 0491 064 669. And they can jump on our Facebook. What's our Facebook, Ken? Um, If you go to Facebook and you search for Faith FM Australia, I think you'll find it pretty quick. Absolutely. You are so correct. And now, um, if you are listening to our radio broadcast, which is on 87.6, 87.8 and 88 FM, and you are struggling to get a good connection, fear not, you can listen to our live stream. Just jump on our website, faithfm.com.au, and you can listen to the live stream there. Or you can down in the TuneIn app. Do you have the TuneIn app? I do. I've got that on my phone. Oh, and good Faith on you. FM is selected as a favorite. Oh, bless your heart. You can <laughs> you can actually download that app for free. Don't need to pay anything for it. Um, and you can also just search for Faith FM Australia and mm-hmm. listen to it for free anywhere on the planet. Straight off the website, TuneIn app. That's the one. Got all the options. You guys got the technology, Monica. I'm impressed. Oh, thank you very much. I'm impressed that you came in this early and helped us out. <laughs> yeah, stick around. There'll be more great programming after this. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow morning with The Breakfast Show right after the 7 o'clock news. Thanks, Ken. See ya. See ya.